Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Oshu. I'm Cassidy, your one and only host of this podcast, all about photography. We talk about photography every single week, and I'm very excited for today's episode, which is all about finding your niche. And I know you say it, niche, but my mom says niche, I think. So if you say niche out there, I'm saying niche, but niche is sometimes how people say this word. So yeah, before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to take a minute and thank everyone who's been sharing my podcast on social media and who's been leaving me a review. Honestly, it just means so much that you guys have been enjoying the podcast and I'm trying to push out content as much as I can. I have tons and tons of weddings to shoot and to edit, but this podcast means a lot to me. So I'm going to keep putting stuff out for you guys. Um, Yeah. I'm very, very happy that you're here. And that's all that I'm going to say about that. One other thing before we jump into the content for today, I just have this beef that I need to pick with coffee shops real quick. And I feel like this is kind of photography related because a lot of photographers will go and work at coffee shops and like edit at coffee shops. But I just got to know, like, why do coffee shops close so early? Like, seriously, I have this, not this podcast, oh my gosh, I have this coffee shop that I was interested in checking out and I looked at their hours and can you just like, can you guess what their hours are? That's rhetorical. Um, Their hours are 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's literally five hours. And like, I understand not staying open late because people don't really drink coffee at 9 p.m. But why the heck are you opening at 10 a.m.? Like everyone wants their coffee at like 7 a.m. when they go to work. So I just, there's a few coffee shops in my area that are like this. And it's just a little bit frustrating because I usually work nine to five and I would love to get out of my house and work nine to five in another coffee shop or somewhere else. But I swear to you, no coffee shops are open longer than like five or six hours, which to me is nuts. We do have one coffee shop in Grand Rapids, which is where I live, um, that is open 24 hours and truly I applaud them. It is absolutely insane that they do that. And I'll go there at like 8 p.m. because I want my little warm drink and I want to be able to edit. So yeah, I just think that 24-hour coffee shops are the way to go. Maybe not even 24 hours, but maybe just like eight hours. I don't know. Longer than five. And all of that to say, I don't drink coffee. If you don't know this about me, now you do. I'm not a coffee drinker. I drink lots and lots of tea and other things, steamers. I like matcha, but I am not a coffee person. So if you feel like I'm a very energetic person, that is not any energy that I get from coffee. It's from getting a good night's sleep. All right. I'm done with my rant about coffee and coffee shops. If you're a coffee shop and you're listening, please extend your hours. Anyway, we are going to jump into talking about today's content and we are covering niches. So I first want to start this episode off by saying that this is kind of all just my opinion. 
there's no right or wrong way to find your niche or to um, find your timing to niche down or whatever. It's totally all my opinion. So please keep that in mind as you're listening to this episode. Every person's story is different and yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. So we are actually going to start by defining what a niche is. And I did my due diligence and I googled, you know, what is a niche? And I found that a niche is a specialized segment of the market for a particular kind of product or service. And that's from the Oxford Dictionary. So essentially, a niche is a specialized segment of your market. So for photographers, it's a specialized segment of the service we offer. Um, and the market is just photography in general. So there's a lot of niches, I feel like, and not all of it even has to do with what you shoot, but some of niches has to do with like what style you shoot too. So a niche is kind of a generic term when it comes to photography in general, people usually are talking about the type of photos that you take but sometimes it does refer to um, like your style of shooting and your editing and delivery and stuff like that. And I don't want anyone to get this confused with editing style because editing style is kind of similar to your niche, but not really because your niche has to do with what type of things you're shooting. And then your editing style has to deal with how you take your photos and post process them and how you edit them. So I have listed a few niches. I honestly tried to think of all the niches in the photography industry. I'm sure there's others that I miss. Like I'm almost positive there's others that I miss, but for now, this is just the list that I have. So a few niches within photography are weddings, couples, engagements, portraits, seniors, fashion, editorial, documentary, families, like a studio niche, newborns, headshots, events. Um, And then as I'm thinking of events, I'm also thinking about concerts and sporting events and things like that, which I don't really know much about. Like I don't really know much about that specific part of the industry, but I know that that is a part of photography as well. Um, And I just want to tell this quick little example of someone that I know that's niched down. So one of my second cousins, she specializes in kids headshots, which is so, 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 so specific. But at the same time, her business does really, really well. And that's kind of going to transition us into my next point. But She does so well in her business because she's the expert at kids' headshots. So she lives in California and she does headshots for, you know, people who are trying out for, trying out, not trying out, auditioning for different roles, um, trying to be actors, actresses, musicians, whatever. So she lives in the perfect area and a lot of kids are trying to get their fame young. So she'll take headshots for people who are trying to, you know, get into modeling or whatever, acting, etc. So she is super, super good at headshots. And I think she only takes a certain age range of kids as well, because 
um like yeah i don't know she doesn't do like any person like younger than like maybe like three or four years old um and that's literally just me guessing but she does have this super specific market and she you know she books out she does really well and that's just an example of how specialization or niching down is going to help you in the photography industry I personally think that specialization helps a ton with booking. I want to encourage you or challenge you to think from the position of your client. If you see someone who is a pro at weddings or is a pro at taking newborn photos, isn't that the person that you're going to want to book? You want to book the person who has that experience, who has tons in their portfolio. That's, you know, that's what they do. They only do newborns and you know that they're really good at it. So that's what you're looking for is that specialization. And specialization, it also just helps with like the shooting process too. So if you are shooting only couples, you're going to get really good at posing couples. You're also really going to get good at finding locations for couples and um, just having an eye for the type of shots that you want. Honestly, specialization is going to help a ton with shooting. And I think a lot of people don't really think about that when they niche down. They just kind of think of like, I don't know how much easier it's going to be to find clients because it's just this specific type of client. But it's not just that. It's literally like Every aspect of shooting and delivery, um, it all truly becomes more like second nature for you rather than trying to do five different niches at once and you're not specialized in all of them. So you're literally just this hodgepodge photographer. Nothing wrong with being a hodgepodge photographer. I did that for a while, so there's nothing wrong with it. But I truly think that people are looking for someone who is specialized And another thing that specialization helps with is workflows. Um, When I say specialization, by the way, that's basically talking about finding your niche. Being specialized is the same as finding your niche. Just wanted to clarify. So specialization helps with your workflows. So because you're choosing one or two specific niches, you can make a really, really efficient workflow And honestly, it's so much easier when you're catering towards one type of client versus if you are booking seniors and fashion and newborns and families and weddings, those workflows are going to be all over the place. I want to take my client through the best experience that I can take them through my business. And I'm going to do that by prepping them for for their session, sending them an email seven days before their session giving them things that they can prep with and what to bring and helping them feel prepared. And I can't really do that if I have tons of different types of sessions and projects that are coming into my inbox. I mean, I guess technically you could get a really good workflow for all types of niches, but it would take a lot more work. If you can focus on one type of photography or one niche and get that workflow down pack where you know exactly how good it works and you know exactly how you're catering to your clients. I think that that is like the most effective way to run your business. 
to be honest, coming from my perspective, I really wouldn't want to book a photographer who offered, you know, you offer weddings, but you also advertise a million other things. I want that person who is specialized in weddings or specialized in weddings and couples. Um, You'll find that some niches kind of like go hand in hand with each other. So for me, I do weddings, couples and engagements. And those are technically three different niches, but they all kind of go hand in hand together. So I kind of count that as like one or two niches. And it's the same with like families and newborns and maternity. I feel like newborns and maternity specifically are very, very hand in hand. They're very, very similar. So those are things to keep in mind when you're finding your niche. If you really like a specific type of photography, maybe there's another similar niche that has a lot of similar um, shooting styles and similar posing methods that you can kind of like tag on to your business with that. I keep having to pause my recording because I'm drinking um, tea right now and I hate the sound of people like eating or drinking. So I don't want to put you guys through the sound of me sipping my tea. (laughs) Anyway, so um, back to niches. I think that your niche truly can be whatever you want. And honestly, you can even choose two niches if you want. So I know wedding photographers who also do seniors. Like, that's fine. You do that. I just think there's a time and a place for both. And there comes a point when you're going to lean towards one over the other. And as you start to lean towards that one niche, that's when you should start to think about, should I niche down my business completely or should I continue to shoot these two niches that um, don't really complement each other and kind of makes my business seem all over the place with these two niches. I like the idea of right now, if you're a hodgepodge photographer, finding two niches that you really, really like, trying those out for a while. And then as you continue to specialize, whatever you're leaning more towards, whatever you book more or whatever you like more, go and do that niche and kind of offer your second niche on the side, but don't like make it your main thing. Once you decide what niche you want to go with and what exactly you are leaning towards, I highly recommend only posting that niche to all your social media, to your website, all of that. It should really only represent one niche. So when people land on your page for the first time, they're not confused about what you do. It's very, very clear that you are a family photographer, or it's very, very clear that you are a wedding photographer. You'll also want to switch over your website for that niche. Honestly, any pages that hit at other niches or, um, I don't know, any pictures of your work, or if you have a portfolio in a section of your portfolio has like five other niches that you've also shot before, just get rid of those and only show your photos from the one niche that you want to start pursuing. You also want to start advertising for the niche that you want. If you're a wedding photographer, start only posting weddings. If you don't have any photos of weddings, well, first you need to build your portfolio. And if you don't have any photos of weddings, like how do you even know that that's what you want to do? So 
it's always, always a good idea to build your portfolio in your niche area first and then figure out like, okay, is this a niche that I actually want to pursue and I actually want to do for a good chunk of time in the future? So all of that to say, you also should start creating effective workflows for the niche that you would like to go towards. So we were talking about workflows a little bit earlier, but you basically want to think about what steps are my clients going to take from the minute they inquire with me to the minute that they get their photos back. What are all of those steps in between? What emails are you sending them? What guides are you sending them? What questionnaires are you sending them? What questions do they frequently ask? Um, you know, what things do you have to do for them in between inquiring all the way to gallery delivery and write that out in a workflow and make it really, really specific. So you are like 1000% catering to all of your clients needs within that specific niche. So if you are a senior photographer, your workflow might look something like this. Um, someone might reach out and inquire. They might get an automatic response saying, Hey, thanks for reaching out schedule a phone call here. I'll get back with you in X amount of days, whatever. Then you go back and forth. They decide they want to book with you. After booking, you know, you send them their contracts and their invoice. They sign it. They get an automatic email saying, hey, thanks for booking. I'll send you an email shortly with your location options. Then you send over your location options with an email with a nice little list in there. It gives them options, whatever. They pick the location they want and the time. And then you, maybe two weeks before their session date, you automatically send them an outfit guide. There's a lot more that you could do within this, but this is just to kind of give you an idea of what creating an effective workflow would look like for your niche. So it's also important to understand your niche as you're making these workflows so if you don't have any experience booking weddings, don't make workflows until you've booked a few weddings and you understand what it's like communication-wise and what questions they have and all of the things like that. To be completely honest, I don't think that there is a right or wrong time to choose your niche, but just know that it will help you with booking. Like I said earlier, I think that a specialized business is going to get booked more frequently than someone who offers many things but is not specialized in one thing. I also want you to know that you can always change your niche too. I know tons and tons of photographers who started doing one thing and then switched to another type of photography um, and that's literally totally okay. It's always an option to change what you're doing. It's always an option to switch your hours, to switch your prices, to switch your niche. All of it is like literally completely up to you. And that's the beauty of running a photography business is you are your own boss and you get to call the shots. You are the top dog and it's awesome. So I wanted to spend the next few minutes of this episode talking about how I personally found my niche within photography. Um, so if you haven't listened to my first ever podcast episode, go listen to that because it talks about my photography story and kind of how I got started with all things wedding photography. 
But just to kind of sum it up a little bit, I started off shooting events for a college that I was working for. Um, I actually attended the college, shot and did event photography while I was a student. And then I got hired on as their like event candid photographer. Um, So I started with events. I was shooting lots and lots of indoors, lots of dark um, events, on stage stuff, concerts, sporting events, did headshots, like literally you name it. I did. I did product photos. Um, So I was doing events, but then whenever I would come home, I would do like portraits. And at the time I just did a lot of photos of my sisters. I would do, um, you know, I would bring my sister out to model one night and her like friends, I would take pictures of them too. So honestly, I just kind of thought that I would do senior photos because I had a few portrait sessions under my belt. I had a few senior photos under my belt. Like I actually got booked for senior photos before I even started doing weddings. So I was like, uh, maybe I'll just do senior photos as my niche. Well, I started to do a few couples here and there, um, but I kept shooting like everything else that I was already shooting. And the few couples that I first shot um, were just like random. I think it was just people that I asked to model for me, but also I got like one engagement session very, very randomly. Um, But I asked my sister and her husband to model for me. And that was like a couple times they modeled. I asked my other sister and her boyfriend to model for me. And I don't think I really had any intentions of going into couples photography. I just was like taking photos to take photos and just wanted to build my portfolio however I could. Like there was even a point in there where I took photos of my family's dog and was like, oh, maybe I'll be a pet photographer. That didn't end up happening. So like I said, I was doing a few couples here and there, but I honestly just kept shooting everything else that came my way. And I think for the stage in photography that I was in, like the stage in my business, I just needed photos. Like I needed to get experience. I needed to build my portfolio. So I was taking any session that I could get, like seriously, at any price. Uh, I would say basically any price. So that's where I was at. And I don't think there's anything wrong with taking literally any type of session that you can get. Um, But I did end up shooting my first wedding at some point in this timeline. Um, And after I shot my first wedding, I knew that couples photography was something that I really enjoyed. And I also really liked the event side of weddings. And I felt like I was really good at events because I was literally shooting events every single day for my job. So... I was like, okay, I could do couples, I can do weddings, and I can do engagements. Like that's plenty of people coming in the door for sessions and stuff. So honestly, at that point, that was when I started pushing weddings and couples more. So I shot my first wedding, I would say probably after my fourth or fifth wedding, I was like, okay, I can do this. I know that I want to only shoot couples from this point on. So I'm going to start advertising only couples and only weddings. So when I started pushing weddings and couples more, I kid you not, that was when I started growing in my business. I did join like a few advertising campaigns and like just tried getting my name out there with paid advertising as well. But I think that the reason a lot of my weddings and couples photography side of things took off was because 
I was showing that I was specialized in it and I was proving that I had experience and that I was a pro at what I was doing. And so you should hire me because of that. Right. So, um, I did though, like I didn't completely wipe all of my portraits and all of my pet photography and all of my families. I didn't wipe all of that from my Instagram, but, um, I did kind of wipe the most recent stuff and, um, from my website, I also had just a very, very small section on my pricing page that had senior photo prices. So, I mean, I still kept some stuff on my website about senior photos, but for the most part, I was like only gearing my website towards like couples and weddings and stuff. And then I also had like a very, um, short highlight reel on my Instagram that had, um, senior photos that I had done. And I, I for a while was posting on my story like all of my recent work. So any of my sessions that I would do, I would post like collages to my stories and then I would um, highlight those to my profile. And I like the idea of doing that. But when you're shooting so many different things, like I, I literally had a highlight reel for weddings, for couples, for engagements, for elopements, which guys, that's so many things already. And I had families and I had seniors. So that was six highlights on my Instagram that were just dedicated towards all these different types of photos I was doing. So um, that was something I did for a while. I ended up changing that after I kind of realized I wasn't trying to get into seniors and families and stuff like that. Um, So I really believe that once people stumbled on my Instagram and they saw that I was only a couples photographer, I think that was what attracted a lot of people to my work and to my page I think that's why a lot of people have booked me now. It's because they see that I have all of these weddings that I've shot. I have experience and my work is getting better, which is something that people are actually looking for. So that's kind of a nutshell of how I found my niche. I do think that my story is different than most because I already had experience doing events. But just like anyone else, I started with a portfolio of literally zero couples, zero weddings, And over the course of two or three years, I was able to build that up. And here I am. I have like a ton of weddings that I've shot. And I love the fact that I only do couples and weddings. Um, Like I said, it makes posing a lot easier. It makes me um, very effective in my business workflows and how I communicate with my clients. Um, Yeah, I think it just helps my business overall. So if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, awesome, Cassidy, thanks for sharing your story, but um, what should I do? Where do I go from here? I have a few action steps that you can take to help you find your niche within photography. First things first, evaluate what you have in your portfolio and um, really look at the the photos you've taken and um, evaluate your, I don't know, your mind figure out what do you like. And if what you like is already in your portfolio, great. That's amazing. Keep building that up and, um, you know, maybe pick one other second niche that if you couldn't do your top priority niche, then do some of these other second niche projects on the side. Um, if you pick a niche and you look at your portfolio and you're like, crap, I don't have any photos within that niche, 
that's okay. You need to start creating content within the niche you want to pursue. There's literally no point in taking newborn photos if you have intentions of being a concert photographer. The only thing that would be beneficial for doing that is maybe getting used to your camera or understanding your camera better, learning your camera settings, um, all of that. But if you're just doing a newborn session and also the money too, I forgot about the money, but you shouldn't be posting that work. And to be honest, as you are figuring out your niche, it's okay to do other types of sessions. So as a wedding photographer, it's okay for me to do a family session but that's not going to be what I'm advertising. And that's not going to be the first thing on my website. And I'm not going to dedicate a whole page of my website to that specific type of photography. I'm still going to focus on my niche. But as I get these other things coming in and other types of projects and stuff, um, yeah, I can still take them and I can still make money from them. But that's not going to be what I'm showing my audience because I want to think like my audience and my audience wants to see someone who's super specialized in what they do. So that is the first thing that you can do to figure out your niche. The other thing that you can consider is what is lacking within the photography industry near me. So if you're in a smaller town and you know there's tons of wedding photographers, but there's literally no um, newborn photographers or there's no fashion photographers or senior photographers, definitely take a look at where the market is at around you. And honestly, it's always good to fill the goal, um, fill that need that people might not even know is there. A lot of small towns specifically struggle in photography. Like they don't have photographers left and right, like people in big cities. They only have like a few photographers in their town and that's it. And that's a really good place to be at if you want to find a niche because you can seriously become that photographer who does this type of photography. I follow a few photographers who only do seniors. And I think that's really, really awesome because the senior industry is booming. It's new every year. You get new seniors every single year and their friends, you know, spread the word about you. And honestly, it's just a great market to be in. And if you're in a place where you don't really know any other senior photographers around you and you're interested in doing senior photos, that's what you need to start focusing on. So if you see a gap within the photography industry in your area, definitely take advantage of that and see how you can utilize that gap to help you succeed in your photography business. I don't think I've ever said the word niche more times than in this episode, but I really hope that you guys liked all the content in this episode please, please, please leave me a review. If you haven't already, that would mean so much to me. And I really appreciate everyone who has made it this far. Stay tuned for more episodes. I've been trying to put out two a week and yeah, I hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Capture the moment or keep my sanity. The wisdom rushing in. So much clearer